Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. What have I been doing in the city? I said, you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. What a day, a bit of summer and springtime. Temperatures climbed into the high 80s, a record-setting day in springtime, and, and more is headed our way today. We'll take it. We'll take it. So file this under what we already know. Moving away from the New York area continues. Surprise, surprise. I wonder why. More than 10,000 New Yorkers have moved to Florida so far this year alone. Perhaps some of you will say, well, Dominic, that's a small number. But put this in perspective. It's only Friday, April 14th. This happening during just the first quarter of the year of 2023, extending the ongoing exodus into the Sunshine State. And that's based on uh, new figures from the Florida Department of Highway Safety. More bad news. This, as a new survey finds, that 27% of New York State residents want to move and live elsewhere within the next five years amid major concerns about, you know, the issues, crime, sky-high housing costs, taxes, the school system, uh, the lackluster school system, and, of course, perhaps number one on this list, bad political leadership. So today it's Friday, but Monday, Monday, will be quite interesting. The victims of Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg testifying before the judiciary hearing held, a field hearing held in New York, not far from Mr. Bragg's office. Jose Alba, the the, uh, Harlem store clerk, expected to testify, and, and his remarks will be devastating But that's not all. The mother, and and this is a heartbreaking case, the mother of a slain Army veteran who served in Afghanistan was beaten and stabbed to death in Harlem in 2018. And the mother says Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg cut soft, deals with the killers and she has some strong words for mr bragg also 
uh, this time of year, the uh, Reverend Al Sharpton up in Harlem uh, holds his annual uh, event for the uh, National Action Network. And Reverend Sharpton is uh, stating something that I've been trying to tell folks for months. I've been making the same exact argument for months. Well, now Sharpton is lashing out at progressives, and uh, he he made this comment at the uh, at his conference, and he says anybody that tells you they're progressive, they don't de- they don't care about dealing with violent crime. I want you to listen. Uh, this was at the Sheraton, New York, a few hours ago. Sharpton, in his own words, anybody that tells you they're progressive but don't care about dealing with violent crime are not prog- progressive for who? Yeah. <laughs> we got to stop using progressive as a noun and use it as an adjective. Your label's progressive, but your action is regressive. <laughs> I'm woke. You must think I'm asleep. Interesting. Now, folks, you may recall the person that started referring to progressives as regressives happens to be the owner-operator of this station, John Katsimatidis. Mr. Katsimatidis appeared on the Fox Business News Channel, uh, Business Channel, that is, yesterday, uh, discussing inflation, the economy. We'll play a little bit of that uh, later on. And what we're going to do on this Friday morning, I'm going to detail the issues in just a second, but I want to open up the phone lines early right now because I want to try, I really want to try to get in as many calls as humanly possible. It's a Friday, and let's do exactly that. You can reach me at 800-848-WABC, 800 Nine two two two, and of course the uh, the migrant issue is uh, right back in the news. It never seems to go away. Here we go again. Up to forty thousand migrants have amassed on the Mexican side of the border, waiting to cross into the U.S. And officials are worried about the chaos that it could cause when Title Forty Two ends uh, next month. And so here we go again. Their problem becomes our problem, and it just seems like that's the way that things are are going. I want to uh, tell you before we see all your calls, we're going to start momentarily, momentarily. And uh, the mother of, I mentioned the hearings that's going to happen on Monday, the Judiciary Committee uh, in in Manhattan, not far from Mr. Bragg's office, the district attorney, the mom of a U.S. Army veteran, she will also be testifying, and she's calling Mr. Bragg, the district attorney, the soft-on-crime prosecutor who is not fit, these are her words, not mine, to be a dog catcher. Her name is Madeline Bram, and she's a witness for the House Committee hearing on Bragg's actions in just three days from now. And she's claiming that Mr. Bragg went soft uh, in terms of handling the uh, killing of her son. I'm quoting the mother here now. 
As soon as his office received it, the whole case fell apart. I would say to Alvin Bragg, I'm quoting the mother, until he has to go to the morgue to identify his child's dead body or stand in a funeral parlor and lean over their caskets to see their child laying in the casket, he will never understand. And she says for him to take it so lightly, he is in the wrong business. Again, he is not fit to be a dog catcher, let alone an elected official. And uh, her son, and I, I promise, folks, we're about to uh, we're about to uh, start with your phone calls in just one second. Her son um, was a mar- 35-year-old married father of three and a veteran of the war in Afghanistan, and he was fatally beaten and stabbed during a scuffle outside a Harlem apartment building. Four siblings were charged uh, in this case. And uh, the case lingered in court into 2022 when Bragg was elected and took over as a DA. And by year's end, by year's end, one of the siblings pleaded guilty to gang assault and second-degree murder and was given a sentence of 20 years to life in prison, which is lower than the maximum sentence of 25 years to life. Uh, 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 another relative uh, uh, was sentenced to seven years in prison, but um, the sister, it was one female, she was released on 14 months she had already spent at Rikers Island. So it, a lot of interesting things going on. We, we are, of course, uh, dealing with the heat. Let's start with our telephone calls. Let's... Uh, Let's let's begin with uh, Joe in Nassau County. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? Uh, it's funny that um, Al Sharpton actually said that because I'm a longtime listener of Mark Levin on this on this station. He's been saying that himself for years that progressives are really regressive, and it's really okay, true. They'd be enough. happy if we were all living in a cave and not using any fossil fuel at all, and everything would be great. They're regressive. Hmm. They're not progressive. That's absolutely well, I, true. I, and I can't believe well, Joe, Al I, I, and Mark I, Levin are on the same page. Yeah, can you believe it? Uh, whether it's Levin, whether it's our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, whether it's Sharpton, it's true. It, it's actually true. Are you surprised uh, that, that it's coming from Sharpton's mouth? I'm, I'm shocked, but um, he hit the nail on the head. I don't know if he realized it. For the same reasons Mark Levin realized it, but he hit it the same. He hit the, he hit the nail on the head. And what they really want, I believe, is to have these 15-minute zones where every everything is within 15 minutes. You don't have to travel. That's why they're making the electric vehicles so expensive. So the majority of people won't be able to buy them, and they'll have to live in these zones. Hmm. Interesting, Joe. We appreciate you and your call. Uh, wishing you a wonderful uh, weekend. Let's go to Pete in New Hampshire. Good morning, Pete. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Dan. Thank you for allowing me to speak on your program. You know, the truth okay, of the Go ahead, is, Pete, because uh, we hear in the background, we hear the radio, and that's not good. But go ahead, Pete. Yeah, please. let me cut that down. Yeah, well, I have to move on. Okay. Folks, this Hold is on. the last thing we want. We don't want you having to go away and turn down the radio once you're live on the air. Go ahead, Pete, please. Yeah, okay, sorry about the delay. 
Okay. Uh, okay, Alvin Bragg shouldn't even be dog catcher. I wouldn't trust him around a four-legged creature, two-legged creature, whatever. <laughs> Number one. The other thing is, the other thing is, Al Sharpton, uh, uh, the other thing is, two other things quickly. Uh, I moved out, took my family, and I got the hell out of upstate New York in 1977. Went to Texas. Wait, 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 wait. Pete, what part of upstate New York? Uh, The gas, just north of Saratoga. Okay, all right. Go ahead, continue, please. You couldn't even buy a good job back in those days. Anyways, where I lived... The other thing is, moved to Texas, did very well contract work, and I'm living in New Hampshire for the last 40 years. Thank you very much. The other thing is, Al Sharpton, two points of interest. Al Sharpton has not always been a money-grubbing race bait. Are you still there? Peter, are you still there? Okay, it appears that we... Okay, we lost we lost Pete. I don't know what happened to uh to your line. Let's go to uh Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Yeah. Uh as far as Al Sharpton, he says basically now, let's get tough on crime. And you know who else said that? David. David also said, I'm for the death penalty, and you should lock up these people and throw away the key. And Audrey also said, let's get tough on crime. And a lot of other people say, let's get tough on crime. But when you ask them, excuse me, who did you vote for for governor? Who did you, who did Al Sharpton support? Hochul? Hochul, who's against the death penalty, who's very, very lenient on crime, or did he support the Republican? Who did David said to me when I was debating him, I will never vote for a Republican? Audrey, forget about. She's in her own world. She only votes Democrat. So all these people are phony. They talk out of both sides of their mouth. They say one thing and vote another, and that's why New York will be dead within four or five years. It won't be livable. And my advice to anybody white, black, Hispanic, Asian, if you are a normal person, get the hell out. New York is gone. It's finished. It's done. They cannot be saved because people like Al Sharpton and David and Orangery and all the rest of these black, white, Asian, Hispanic liberals will bury the city, and they're never going to so, change. So, Michael, so Michael, so so David is one of the callers on on hold right now. If he were on right now, what do you think he would tell me? I, I, don't, I don't know. He talks out of both sides of his mouth. He says I'm for the death penalty. He says I'm for locking these people up and throwing throwing away the key. But then he says I will never vote for a Republican. Well, if you're not going to vote for a Republican, then who are you going to vote for? You're going to vote for Democrat. There's only two parties. There's, there's, this isn't what's that, Israel, which has 15 parties. There's only two. If you don't vote Republican, then you're voting Democrat. You are basically causing the crime in this in New York City. You are helping it. You're causing it. By you voting in these Democrats who are, who are basically progressive liberals, this will go on and on and on. It will never end. And David will never change. And Audrey will never change. And Al Sharpton will never change. And just like that idiot that lives in Forest Hills or Teddy will never change. Doesn't matter what color you are. They will never change. This is their mentality, and this is the way they'll vote forever. And the normal okay. people like me and you, we got out. We were smart enough to get out. 
You're correct about that, Michael. I can't deny that. And and for what you just articulated, that's why, to be candid and honest, that's why years ago I became a registered Republican. And guess what, folks? To to all of you, this oh oh, well, Dominic's a newscaster, and you know how can he be a Republican? Guess what, folks? A lot of people that you see on TV today. They don't discuss their personal politics, but believe me, a lot of them that you see on TV, white, black, Asian, Latino, think exactly the way that I do politically. They just don't articulate it. Michael, I appreciate your call. You mentioned Teddy. I don't know if this is the right one, but let's go to Teddy and Yonkers right now. Good morning, Teddy. What's on your mind? Good morning. It sure is Teddy from Yonkers. Hey, Michael, you have your head up your behind, okay? I'm a Democrat with sanity. I don't care for the wokeness. I don't care for the left, but I don't care for the far right. And, Dominic, you say always that you are a journalist. Well, if you're a journalist, you would know that the statements that Trump made in the about the courtroom proceedings last week, that the people were crying, that, that we, they were weeping. They were terrible, uh, terribly upset. Well, Dominic, journalism has reported that it was all bull BS. I don't want to say the word. Okay, okay, you know well, well, well Teddy, Teddy. Okay, and wait, wait, Teddy, 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 calm down, please, calm down. It's Friday morning, no need to yell and scream. When you say journalists have reported it was all BS, you've got, you can't just make a blanket statement like that to me. Now, if that's in the Daily News, and I believe it was, you have to understand the agenda of the Daily News. They hate Trump. They, they, have, they have put all their marbles into marketing the paper to the black community, and that's what they're hoping on. So please tell me who else said this besides the Daily News or MSNBC. I don't know. All I know is ah, that's, you don't that's know. Problem, ah. Dominic. You want it to come from the New York Post. No, what I what I'm no 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 Teddy, what I'm trying to explain to you, and I and I'm trying to do this in a diplomatic way. If you if you see this on MSNBC or in the Daily News, nine times out of ten you cannot believe it. They have an agenda. You you don't understand that, Teddy. You don't you don't see the Daily News on life support and they and that they don't have a da- a, a, a agenda. Are you going to tell me you really don't see that, Teddy? Are you saying to me that they're deliberately fabricating it? What I'm saying to you is, and I'm glad you brought that up, Teddy. What I'm trying to say to you is that any journalist worth their salt can get somebody to say anything that they want. And it's all a matter of what becomes a priority to the journalists. So a, a one person can make the same comment to you. Let's say for argument's sake, I'm from the Post. And the same comment to me, to you, and you're from the Daily News, you can sell it big with your editors, and, and you could make it appear to be something that it's not. That's all I'm trying to get you to understand. And and unless we were in the room, see, you have to understand, you hate Trump's guts. So you want to believe anything that's anti-Trump. And that's just not fair, Teddy. It's no, not fair. You're twisting the words. You're twisting I'm twisting the words. The words. What words am I twisting, Teddy? Oh, Dominic, you're saying to me, I'm anti-Trump, so I'm looking for anything that is reported. Yes, yes, yes. I'm telling you what I read. And that, okay, so because you read it, that means it's true? 
So that means, wait a minute, so you're telling me anything that you read in the paper, you don't believe. Is that what you're saying to me? First of all, Teddy, you're not interviewing me, but what I am telling you is that anything you read in the daily news, it it is going to be a anti-Trump. Nine times out of ten, if it's in the daily news, it's anti-Trump. Read the editorials. Read the articles. Anything that's anti-Trump, it's going to be in the daily news. Teddy, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Larry in Brooklyn, good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Boy, that guy, Teddy, could raise the stock price of Advil (laughs) single-handedly. I'm telling you, every time I get a headache, he's on every show, I get a headache from him. Every time. Listen, first, I want to want to. I want to clear the air because Audrey said something about me being a bigot yesterday. And now, she, Audrey she's standing by. One of my she's, favorite stand, she's standing by. Hey, wait, 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 wait. You know what? You know what? Let's do this, Larry. Let's bring Audrey up live with you so that you two can have the conversation and I don't have to be the go between. So, Audrey, you're listening to Larry right now, and he yes, said that he. There wait, is wait, a go Audrey, ahead, wait, Larry. Wait, 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 Audrey. Wait, wait. He says he wants to respond to something that you said last night. Go ahead, Larry. Okay, now, don't be hitting me with your pocketbook, Audrey. Okay. Listen, um, I I happen to respect you, and I, 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 you're one of my favorite callers, and I really I really like you very much. But And I, and I was saddened when you, said, uh, when you said I was a bigot, because I'm really not a bigot. I happen to love black people. Okay, and but what I don't, what, you know what I hate? I, it, the truth is I hate white liberals. But the problem is white liberals, they start lighting a fire under certain black people that are discontent and have a chip on their shoulder, and they create movements. They use the black people to create movements to destabilize society, okay? So when I say things that appear to be anti-black, it's not, it's not aimed at black people. In fact, I love Dominic, and I would love more than anything to see Dominic hook up on radio with Charles Barkley because those are my two favorite homeboys. And <laughs> I really, it would be a great show. And, and, Audrey, I think you're fantastic. I love you. I think you're such a pure lady. And, uh, you know, that's an example of, of – and I, and I also respect David. I think he's a brilliant guy. So go ahead. You can respond. <laughs> Hello? Why yeah, are you disappointing me? I thought we was going to talk about what you actually said, and you always say in regards to black people being villains. Okay? Man up. It's okay. I mean, opinion is what I have. I don't love you. I love people. And I just don't understand the fact that, you know, everything is a black thing with you. That's what that bothered me. And the last thing you said that made me call in, you said that instead of the woman that asked for reparations, you agree with her being hit or lynched. Uh-uh, that's what bothered me. So you know what? Maybe we can meet and I can give you a lesson. And it's all right to be black, green, or purple, or white. We're all people. You'll love me when you see that. Okay, okay. Larry, go ahead, and then Audrey will have the final say. Okay, Audrey, when I said that comment about the black woman's reparations, I was making a joke at it. I was making a joke. Sometimes sometimes there's, there's room for humor. I, I didn't really mean that she deserved to get hit. It was a joke. I said that's that's what her, she asked for reparations. That's what she got. So reparations she got, because I don't believe I believe the whole thing reparations is a big scam. It's a big joke. We have to break with the past. Okay, every group has the Armenians had a genocide. Every a lot of groups had had things in the past. 
people could reform themselves. If you remember Plessy versus Ferguson, Ferguson in 1896, the Supreme Court said separate but equal is equal. Okay, and then 50, 60 years later, they changed course and said separate but equal is not equal. The, the, you know, they just turned 180 degrees around. So people and society can reform themselves. That's why you have to break with history because we evolve as a people and as a society, we become more enlightened. Okay, thank you, Larry. Audrey, you have the final say before I take a break, and then we're going to continue with more calls. That's the problem. The history that's trying to be denied with this country cannot be dismissed. And the fact that reparations is not a joke, because slavery wasn't a joke. And if you check out history, we, black Africans, were the only ones that were subjected to slavery for 400 years. But thank you. Have a great weekend. Bye, Dominic. You too. Thank you, Audrey. You know what? Before I take the break, I want to go to Will on Long Island. Good morning, Will. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. You know what? I'll tell Audrey right now. I ain't paying you any reparations, okay? My family came here on a boat, floated here on a boat from Italy in the 1920s, okay, looking for a new life. We're not English. We're not Spanish from Spain. We're not French. We're not Portuguese. We didn't trade any slaves. Okay, so I don't see why you think you deserve any of my tax dollars. All right. My family were poor Irish. The other side that came here, they were indentured servants when they came here. I'm not trying to take away from slavery by telling you that. I'm trying to explain to you history. Okay, killing an Irishman was akin to killing a dog. On the English books, we suffered 800 years of English oppression. Nobody needs to tell me about how we were treated by the English, okay? We were intentionally starved, arbitrarily imprisoned, and murdered for our beliefs and our religious beliefs, okay? okay? So nobody needs to sit here and tell me. Also, David is not brilliant. Um, Yonkers guy is a lunatic. I listen to these people. They're intellectually incapable of critical thinking. So, of course, they're blind, left-wing, rabid, Democrat, lunatic, so-called liberals. There's nothing liberal about the way you think. There's nothing liberal about big government. There's nothing liberal about restricting people's First Amendment and Second Amendment. It's literally the exact opposite, okay? Liberal comes from liber, for freedom, from Latin. There's nothing liberal about the way any of you think. Liberal is someone like me, someone that believes in the Constitution, someone that believes in your right to spew your stupidity regardless of whether I believe in it or not, because I believe in your right to express yourself regardless of how dumb you sound. And that's all I have to say, Dominic. Thank you. Okay, well, I think I think you had a lot to say there, uh, but I do, I do appreciate your call and Audrey and Larry. And uh, Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll have more of your telephone calls. Uh, A lot is going on in the world of news. We're dealing with the warm weather outside. And um, we will also have coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. And, of course, at the top of the hour, Frank Marano and the other side of midnight. When we come back, we're going to go to New Jersey, Jericho, the Bronx, Westchester, and Gracie in Rockland. Talk Radio 77. 
Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Accident victims, this is John D'Agostino from D'Agostino and Associates, and right now I'm talking to you. I was born, raised, and educated right here in New York and New Jersey. I built my practice here one client at a time. If you've been hurt, I know you have lots of choices when it comes to finding a lawyer, but I've been there, and I'm right here. I know exactly what you're going through. My team at D'Agostino and Associates will come to you. We'll keep you updated, and we'll fight to get you every dollar you deserve. Why? Because I've been there, and I'm right here. We have over 30 years of experience and have recovered hundreds of millions of dollars for the injured. If an accident has turned your world upside down, give me a call today at 888-24-LAW-24. 888-24-LAW-24. Why? Because I've been there and I'm right here because I care, because I want to... And we are back. A number of topics we are dealing with this morning on this Friday. The exodus continues from our area and more New York State residents plan to move and live elsewhere within the next five years. Up to 40,000 migrants, here we go again, have amassed on the Mexican side of the border, waiting to cross into the U.S., and officials are worried about the chaos they could cause when Title 42 ends next month. Al Sharpton, the Reverend Al Sharpton, took a shot at progressives at his uh, annual National Action Network conference, uh, saying that he's now in lockstep with uh, Mayor Eric Adams, on fighting big crime, and Monday, three days from now, will be quite interesting. The Judiciary Committee of the uh, House, Republican-led committee, will be holding a field hearing in New York, and among the witnesses will be a mom of a slain Army veteran uh, who says that uh, District Attorney Alvin Bragg is, quote, not fit to be a dog catcher. It's going to be very interesting to see how this goes down on uh, Monday. Let's go to Gracie in Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Good morning, my dear. First personal, I went to play Marge on Tuesday. I walk in, three of the women say, oh, we hear you on Dominic. We love Dominic. So I think we're going to have a branch of the the Rockland County Dominic Carter fan club. (laughs) I'm not kidding, Dominic. Girls, I I mentioned in you I'll see you Tuesday for our meeting of the Dominic Carter fan club. Well, that's, really that's very it. nice of you to oh, say, Gracie. Thank okay, you. not a serious matters. Yes. Uh, that was a little fun. We have to laugh a okay. little bit because Sometimes, we're quiet. Yes. Yeah. Okay, bottom line is these people that hate Trump, if you say to them, why do you hate Trump, they have no reason. Okay. Also, even like, but we're the ordinary people. But listen, uh, Dershowitz. Uh, Mayor pa- Governor Patterson. I'm Democrat. I'm a Democrat. Fine. I don't care what anybody is. But look at the result. When when uh, Trump was president, things were better. I'm going to be personal. My husband's pen- My husband's pension is tied up with the stock market. He did it 
to get extra. Okay, you know, you know, you, I don't understand, but all I know, the money comes in. It, what, Do you what, know what it means? So, what it means essentially, Gracie, is when things are wonderful, your right. husband is going ka-ching. When things are the way they are, like right now, he's on the verge of a nervous breakdown, for lack okay, of a better so, term. Yeah, but let me tell you something. This is actual money, not just pretend in the stock market that you got to sell. As a result of Biden, since he became president, we are getting 10% less money a month, okay? That 10% means you'll say, oh, but you have enough, you have enough. But I'm as a result of 10% less, I'm spending less. There's no money for me to put into the economy, to go to the extra restaurant, to buy no, hey, Gracie, the extra thing. Gracie, not, not, not only is it 10% less, you're paying more for gas. You're paying more at the supermarket. You're paying more, more, more with 10% less. And it's just not right. It's just not fair. My last comment, Dominic, my love, my the president of my fan of the fan club. Uh, you know, I'm the president. You know, I don't care about the rest of them. Uh, Thank you, the, Madam there President. There is no, there is no common sense Democrat. I think uh, now, Joe, John is coming around to realize these people are all full of it, and you know who I, John, the boss. Uh, you know, yes. He's trying to be, you know, obviously you have to be open. He's in business, blah, blah, blah. Come on. There, uh, what, uh, Schumer? Please give me a break. I have no use for him. And that's my last comment. But all the Democrats. Great. That's Great. See, it. Thank you. Thank you for the call. And I really do hope that things pick up for your husband as far as his uh, pension being tied in with the uh, stock market. I really do. I'll keep my fingers crossed. But I think we all are for our own personal, um, I don't want to say gain, survival. That's the word I'm looking for. Robert, Suffolk County, good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Good morning. Good morning. Robert, go ahead, please. Yes, go ahead, please. Okay. Um, I've met a lot of different kinds of people in my life. And most of the older black people that I meet, they're really nice people. You have to get to know people and talk. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Robert, are are you surprised that they're nice people? No. Okay. All right. So continue. Go ahead. They're like other people. And, and that's that's my Latino. point. That that's the point I'm trying to make. But go ahead. They've done the right things. <laughs> they tried to live a good life, obey the law, get educated. Also, be involved in the trades, a vocation, an occupation, raise families, and not be in this culture and lifestyle that these young kids are in today. I met a family Hmm. from El Salvador. They are legal immigrants. This one of the sons had a big chip on his shoulder. He thought everybody's against immigrants. But I I told him in talking with him that, no, you are like us. You are like me. That we are trying to better ourselves and our lives, whether we were born here or not. And that went a long way toward him improving his outlook and being friendly and getting along and trying to do the right thing, Have it, even working two jobs. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's what it's about, yeah. Robert. I thank you for the call. That's what it's about, doing the right thing. And at the end of the day, when you remove all the other obstacles and barriers, we, it, good people all want the same thing. We want low crime. We want good schools for our kids. We want uh, uh, a system where our taxes are not too high. At the end of the day, Americans all want the same thing. At the end of the day, when you take away all, when you strip all the obstacles, all the distractions and so on, let's go to Joe and Jericho. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? As usual, my friends, I'm going to hit your rapid fire, and then, of course, you can respond. First of all, Kenny, your call screener deserves a raise. Second, uh, second, Dom, your head is not in your rectum. I'm sure you you walk you walk with your held your head held high as you should. Also, Absolutely. The bottom the bottom line is that uh, Bragg wouldn't he, he would be a terrible uh, dog catcher. He would kill the dogs and coddle the rats. Anyway, the bottom line is reparations <laughs> would only be good if those people who were victimized, dragged from Africa in chains, enslaved and raped, if they were alive to benefit, not their great-great-great-great-grandchildren. My Christian Catholic Italian ancestors did not own slaves. Christopher Columbus and Medigo Vespucci, they did not own slaves. Christopher Columbus spoke out against slavery. People are trying to rewrite history. Garibaldi sent to Abraham Lincoln 33 Italian warriors to fight for the Union and bring an end to slavery by crushing the uh, Union, the uh, Confederate forces, and and slavery, and also the largest mass lynching was of Italian Catholic immigrants in New Orleans, Louisiana, in the 1890s. The point I'm making is, we move on, we learn from the past, we live in the present, and we look forward to the future with God's grace. I want you to keep up the great work, Dom. You do make a difference for the better, and bless you. Thank you. That's very kind of you to say, Joe. I I really appreciate your comment. Um, What I want to do, and I say this sometimes when I take David's call, David knows that I take a lot of heat. Uh, You know, people sometimes don't like different perspective, but I take take some heat sometimes for taking this call, and I'm going to do it right now. So let's hear what David has to say. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning, Dominic. I had called about something else, but uh, several of your callers decided to attack me, um, even though I hadn't called yet. Now, um, Will, who uh, insulted my manhood and my voice last week, uh, said that I wasn't intelligent. Let me tell you something, Will. I think most people who listen to this program, even if they don't agree with me, will disagree with you. I am a very smart person, and I'm not being arrogant. I'm being truthful. Everyone I meet tells me how articulate and smart I am. So I don't need to listen to someone like you who sounds called out of a gutter, okay? And to the last caller who was talking about reparations, you know, Dominic, that I don't agree with reparations, that I think they're a bad idea and they're divisive. But these people who claim that racism and slavery somehow ended in, in 1965 with the civil rights laws are, are lying or they're, or they're being ignorant. I'm 51 years old, okay? I've experienced a lot of racism in my life, especially growing up on Long Island, which is one of the most segregated suburbs in this country, okay? Massapequa, where I grew up, the high school there is 0.2% black. Let me tell you something. 
being black in that situation is no picnic. Being called hey, hey, David, for the David, first David, time. David, I, I don't mean to sound yeah. insensitive here. But you, yeah. you said, I think you said the Massapequa High School is 0.2% black. 0. That's what you just said? 0.8%. Yeah. Whose fault is that? Well, I'll tell you why. The area where no, I, I didn't ask why. I said whose fault is that? You know, it, it's the fault of the town of Oyster Bay where Massapequa is because they, there's a black section and Spanish section of Massapequa called East Massapequa, which they intentionally... Um, I don't know what you call that, where they had the school district separated so that all the black kids ended up in Amityville, which is a lousy school district. Okay, that's what they do on Long Island. They, they, okay, they but, 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 what I, but 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 what, what I'm what I'm trying to say, David, is yeah. at what point? Maybe everything you just said is true, right? But at what point do we, meaning people, Americans, become proactive? Because if if I wanted my child to go to Massapequa High School, believe me, my child would go to Massapequa High School. At what point do we become proactive and stop, for lack of a better term, just stop whining about things that are going on? All right. This is the issue. And, and the people say I complain about racism. Listen, the things that have gone wrong in my life, and some caller accused me of being a fake person, I've never said anything on this program that isn't true to my life experience. The stuff that I've gone through, including the racial okay, but stuff. David, but you, you're racial. just completely ignoring what I said. I'm short on time. No. What I said was, right. when, and, and it's a point that I constantly make, when do we stop being victims? See, see we know that, we know that, uh, that racism still exists, right? But okay. at what I'm point? You, but at what point? Okay. At what point? At what point do you say that's not going to stop me? It's not going to stop me. It's not going right. to stop my All family. Right. It's not going to stop my kids. At what point do you become proactive? Listen, I like I told you previously. My niece is going to Princeton next year. She didn't need affirmative action to get in there. She got on there on her own merit. And I've always encouraged my niece and told her that nothing can hold her back. And that's what I believe. Listen, my mom was always complaining about racism and all this other stuff. My mom never cried. This is the problem with – and listen, I'll freely admit this. There's a lot of black people in this country who either have given up or for whatever reason believe that racism is so bad that they shouldn't even try to do anything. I reject that. Whatever failures I've had in my life are not all due to racism. Has racism pl- played a role in some of it? Yes. But a lot of it is due to things that I didn't do. So I'm not one of those people that blames everyone for my issues, and, and that's an issue that we need to look at, not now because there's no time. But, yeah, there's a problem in the black community with people who believe that racism is so bad that they don't try. Okay. Hey, David, right. well, I, I, I've got to move on. What, what's the name of the, you, you said Massapequa High School? That's the name of the high school? Yeah, Massapequa. Okay, so, and, 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 and again. Massapequa. Okay, okay, yeah. but, but again, but again my, my point is this. If if, if if and I know I'm one person, but believe me, if I wanted my children, they're grown now. If I wanted my grandkids to go to Massapequa High School, and thank you for the call, David. Believe me, they would go because I would make sure that I would purchase a property that's dead center in the school. There are steps you can take to be proactive, rather than just whining all the time and and being the victim. 
That is the biggest problem that I have. We are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter at the top of the hour, Frank Marano, the other side of midnight, and more of your telephone calls from the Upper West Side to the Bronx, Westchester, Elmont, and Stanhope, New Jersey. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The mother of that Virginia six-year-old, six-year-old child who shot his teacher has been arrested for felony child neglect, as she should. The child used a gun to blast his teacher in the chest, and authorities announced that the mother has been uh, indicted in connection with the January 6th shooting that left the educator seriously injured. She is accused, the mother, of felony child neglect and failure to secure her firearm. Newport News, Virginia police said that the mom turned herself in Thursday morning. She was booked, processed, and released a few hours later after posting a $5,000 bond. Her son has a history of troubled behavior uh, including choking a kin- kindergarten teacher, and the child was not charged in the shooting. That That's what has to happen to make parents step up with children. Let's continue with your telephone calls up to the top of the hour. Rob in Massapequa. Good morning, Rob. What's on your mind? I'm at Kauai. I'm a huge fan of yours. I listen to you every night Thank on my you. way home. Thank you. Born Thank you. Ready. I hope you drive safely. I do. Uh, you're on speakerphone with me. So I okay. I was born born and raised in uh, Queensbridge Housing Projects. Irish Italian guys. I live in Massapequa. That crybaby that was on earlier, it, it, it's just totally illegitimate what he's saying. Because, you know, we came out of the projects, just like you. You know, I'm a regular white mm-hmm. guy, Irish Italian guy. So it was about hard work. And my parents wanted something better for me and my six kids, my six siblings. So that's the way it works. I don't want to hear that there's no – I mean, obviously there's racism in the country, and, and I'm not a huge – I'm not a fan of it at all. But it's not like what some people play it out to be. There are African-American I, neighborhoods. I agree with you, Rob. On I Long Island. There's African and African American neighborhoods on Long Island that have beautiful high schools, and so what? That that's an African African American neighborhood. They're great people. It doesn't really matter to me. And so there's not white people in that neighborhood. Nobody cries about that. It's just the way it is. So and and nobody fights. There's no neighborhoods fighting against each other. That guy's a crybaby. That's a Long Island crybaby. That's what that is. End of my story, Dominic. I listen to you every night. Thank you, and I, I appreciate your call. You said you're driving home, so please drive carefully. Have a great weekend. And I, I appreciate uh, what you just said because to me, to me, folks, it, it's real simple in, in life. It's real simple in terms of this is the way I look at life. It's either you want something or you don't. And if you want something, are you willing to do everything that's required to reach that goal? And not whine about it, not not handicap yourself or handcuff yourself coming out the gate. Let's go to Frank in Queens. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. I kind of want to echo the uh, caller there. I, I, you know, this is you, David. I hope you're listening. 
I'm the same age as you, my man, and I grew up in Queens, and I went to Flushing High School in the late 80s, early 90s. I was the only white kid on an entirely Hispanic soccer team. Now, we traveled to schools all over the city to play, and I needed a police escort sometimes because I was being chased off soccer fields. Why? Because of my color. Now, did I hold that against people? Am I here years later whining about it? Well, yes, because you were. But I got a scholarship to St. John's to play soccer. Then I got a job in the advertising industry, and I just retired last year. So stop your whining. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Frank, for the call. And that's an example of, of making things happen. Chuck in Warwick. Good morning, Chuck. What's on your mind? Dominic, wonderful to talk to you. I listen to you all the time. And I just want to tell you, I think you do such a great job. You really do. You're so fair with everybody you talk to. I, I try to be, Chuck. I, re- I really do. I, I really try. I, I, you know, it, it's an effort. And uh, a few callers back mentioned Kenneth the Screener, all the guys that I work with every night. These are the guys that make this show the highly rated show that it is. It's not exactly. necessarily me. It's these guys. It's Matt no. and Alex and and our program director. These are the Everybody guys that put in the together. hours right. to make it for, to yeah. put it for what it is. No, and, right. and you know, you, and you know what's funny? You know what's funny, yeah. Chuck? Because um, yeah. we we don't we don't really spend our time. I'm talking about the crew discussing race. Right. We we talk we talk as regular guys. Uh, Matt and I lived in um, in uh, Rockland County together. Kenneth and okay, I yeah. went to the same college, SUNY Cortland. Uh, Alex oh, wow. is a good guy. We 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 rarely have a conversation that's race based. It's exactly. all about it, it's all about how was your weekend? Are, are things going well in your life? How's your family? What's going on? Right. How's your dog? Right. It, it's not no. race based. No, what has happened in the last two years has become race based. And that's Sadly. the problem. You're no, Sadly. That's, that's what it is. But I just well, want to tell you, you, you do a great job. You really do. You thank do. you, Chuck. So you're you're in uh, Rhode Island? Oh uh, No, uh, Warwick, New York. Warwick, New York. Okay, fantastic. Thank you, Chuck. Let's go to Ilona, Westchester County. Good morning. What's on your mind? Dominic, you know, they're worried about reparations. I think you have to think about how long are we going to live? Because the crime is so bad, you you know, you may not have time to even worry about that. Because every day, everywhere, right, especially Democrat-run cities, that's all there is is crime. And the Democrats don't seem to ever care about it. It's frightening. And I must say another thing. The police are the ones that don't give up, right? They they, they, they don't. Us. They don't. They don't. Right. They don't. And, and, it, and, want- and it's horrible, the attack that they come under. Well, listen to this. I hope everybody starts listening. There is some real bums out there, and one of them is Long Island Audit, Good Guy Audits, um, Brooklyn Audits, Direct D. Um, there's another one, a Press NH. These people go and harass police, mass accountability, and they push the limits. They they harass them, but they're cowards, see, because none of them could ever be a cop. But they go after them, they pick on them, and they try to sue them. They said they're going to take their job, and they're all a disgrace. And this has got to stop, too, because we have heroes, and they're policemen, and they're zeros. 
these creeps, you know? Well, you, you know what? I, I agree with you that, that our police officers are heroes and these critics are absolute zeros. That's that's a good way of uh, of putting it. And then when you think of uh, what happened in Nashville, what happened in Louisville, the quick police response where, where they're running in while, while nine and a half out of ten people are running out and away from the gunfire. And then these critics have the nerve to sit back and Monday morning quarterback, Lord, when, when they would never put their lives on the line to save anyone, but they have the nerve to judge the men and women of law enforcement. And, you know, it, it's interesting because there were three officer-involved shootings uh, in New York, uh, Ilona, New York City, uh, uh, yesterday. And I, I stand by the men and women of blue. I know in uh, at least two of them, uh, it allegedly involved uh, someone uh, with a gun. And the bottom line is you, you cannot have a gun uh, challenging a police officer. I mean, they, at the end of the day, they want to go home as well. They want to go home as well. Folks, I'm, I'm going to try and get to some more of your calls, but first I want to bring in Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, Hello, Frank. Dominic. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. So what do you have coming up in just about two and a half minutes? Well, it's Friday, so we're going to do the first hour. We always do a little Ask Frank Anything. People are welcome to call in on uh, any subject they want, and you know the varied number of subjects that people tend to uh, bring in. So uh, we're excited about that. I got denunciations coming up. A lot of people that are worthy of denunciation, as you've been chronicling for the last hour. I'm going to talk uh, a little bit of uh, UFO sightings with Earl Gray Anderson from the Mutual UFO Network. He's an interesting guy. And uh, I have a few other tricks up my sleeve that I'm eager to get people's take on as well. So it's going to be a fun show, fun four hours. Well- Hey, Frank, just don't don't keep me up too oh, late please, this morning. Please, <laughs> we don't keep you hey, up. I'm not doing my job. There, there you go. Let, let's go to some phone calls together. Frank Morano, Dominic Carter, Steve and Elmont. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hey, how you doing, Dominic? Um, sorry, I'm not going to be able to say what I wanted to say because it's okay. It's just got to it's got to be quick, Steve. Go ahead, please. Okay, Christopher Columbus was a homicidal maniac. Uh, okay, all right. What the, does that have? Wait a minute. You, you, okay, you're done, Steve. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Thank you for ruining my weekend. What does that have to do with anything of what I'm talking about? What What does that have to... See, this is exactly what I'm trying to say. What's wrong? Don't focus on Christopher Columbus. Focus on yourself. Frank, you have any parting thoughts before we uh, wrap this up here? Well, at least Steve was succinct, right? You didn't. Uh, you got on this point quickly, at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay, you got me back to laughing. That- <laughs> That's good. Folks, I want you to have a uh, a lovely weekend. To the folks that we didn't get to, uh, you can call Frank back, or I'll be back on uh, Sunday night, Sunday evening uh, at midnight, following Curtis Sliwa and Nancy Sliwa. And uh, Frank Morano, you want to keep it right there, Frank, and the other side of midnight. That's starting right now. But first, we have news headlines coming up. And I want you folks to do me a favor. I want all of you to do me a favor and really try to have a positive, productive weekend. Coming up, news headlines, Alex Barnard. 
Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.